0: Welcome to the Daily Bible Study with Pastor Mark, lead pastor of Topeka Baptist Church, helping Christians everywhere go deeper in God's word on a regular basis. And now, your host, Pastor Mark Doss. Up to this point in the book of Job, it's mainly focused on a certain set of individuals. You have Job, who was the one that God said to Satan, he said, have you considered my servant Job there's none like him on the earth. Satan says, well, of course he loves you. He has the most riches in the earth and he's got everything going for him. He's got a great family. He has great health. Why wouldn't he worship you? So God gives Satan permission to take everything away from him other than his own life. And that's exactly what Satan does. Satan has all of his possessions destroyed or stolen. He has his children killed in a tornado as the kids are all in a house. And then he even touches Job's body with sickness, with boils from the top of his head to the bottom of his foot. And this leads to Job's wife coming to him and saying, I wish you'd just curse God and die. Well, Job has three friends who show up. And that's what we've spent the last, oh how many weeks? Five, six weeks talking about that. And Job and these friends interacting and going back and forth. And you know their premise. Their premise is that Job is a sinner. That's why he's suffering. And he just needs to repent of that sin. And maybe things could go back to normal. That's their position. And that's what they're trying to convince Job of. Remember that this book is really a lesson on how not to help people when they're suffering. Like, you cannot make judgment calls about somebody suffering in, in the way that Job's friends are doing that. Like, they, they think that they know more than God, and they know why this is happening, and they don't know why this is happening, and they become entrenched in their position and so they go back and forth and back and forth. Well, we come to Job 32, and they've run out of argument. They don't have any more to say. But there's been this kid sitting in the background. His name is Elihu. He's been sitting in the background listening to this back and forth. And and we're introduced to him in this chapter, and he gets quite a few chapters here. And he's a pretty arrogant young kid. And we see right off the bat that he is approaching the situation with the wrong attitude because it tells us about him, tells us who he's the son of. And it says in verse number two that he burned with anger. And then it goes on to say he burned with anger at Job because he justified himself rather than God. Then verse three says he burned with anger also at Job's three friends because they found no answer, although they had declared Job to be in the wrong. And then it goes on to say at the end of verse five, that he burned with anger. The reason why emphasizing all of this at the beginning of 32, that he burned with anger, is that's his motivation. That's why he's speaking, is because he's angry at Job. He's angry at Job's three friends, and he wants to get this off his chest. In fact, that's what he says later on down in the chapter when he says that, verse 20, I must speak that I may find relief I must open my lips and answer. He goes, I gotta get this off my chest. And if I can give you a big paraphrase on Job 32, it is this, Elihu basically says that I know I'm younger than you guys, you guys have me way advanced in years, I've been pretty quiet, but I can't believe how dumb you guys are. I cannot believe what I hear coming out of your mouth. And it's interesting to me that That from Job 32 through Job 37, we get Elihu's speech. Neither Job nor his friends ever respond to this kid, which the implication to me is this, that they weren't even listening to him. And I don't think it's because he's young. I think the reason why they're not listening to him is because he is a young, proud know-it-all. And he's going to tell these guys the truth about God, and they do good to listen to him. So young people, and I know that there's a few of you that listen to this, I just want to kind of give you some words of advice, and that is that if you're going to correct an elder, which, look, if elders are in the wrong, there is biblical grounds to correct them. But. You need to come with an attitude of love and compassion, not an attitude of anger and arrogance, because you may be 100 percent right. But if you don't come with the right spirit, they're not going to listen to you. And Job and Job's friends didn't listen to him and never responded to him. And then God finally steps in in 38 and starts speaking to all of them. So I pray that we all learn from this chapter and learn how not to approach somebody that we think is in the wrong. An angry person is not going to get very far, is not going to have very many listening ears. Lord, we pray that you'd help all of us as we interact with one another to have the love of Christ in our hearts and have a love for our brothers and sisters, not a desire to show them up, but rather to help them in their journey. Lord, thank you for this book and how we can learn to help people who are walking through suffering. May we treat people as you did. We pray in your name, Jesus. Amen. Have a great Wednesday, everybody. Talk to you tomorrow. Thank you for joining us today on this episode of Daily Bible Study with Pastor Mark. As you go about your day, may the word of God resonate in your heart. If you like what you've heard today and want to hear full sermons from Pastor Mark, join us online at TopekaBaptist.org.